Welcome to the Soul Tending Podcast with Janya Wongsopa. I am an embodiment teacher, a storyteller, and soul guide. Thank you for tuning into my voice and exploring this week's collective soul rhythm with me. Before we get into the planetary frequencies, transits and aspects I have an announcement for my email subscription. I just started this about a week ago. I will be sending out this week's astrology as I share here in a written form along with a beautiful image that captures the energy of this week later to all the subscribers. If you are my Patreon member, you may still want to get on that mailing list, especially if you are regularly listening to this and find Astrological Guide helpful at this time. You can submit your subscription request on my website at janyawongsopa.com. The link is on the show note. Welcome to the Libra season and welcome to the October month. The Libra season or the beginning of fall, which began last week on September 22nd, brings many blessings, including the inspiration from many planets in retrograde. From our perception, these planets appear to move backward, but in actuality, they are closer to Earth in their orbit, so we see ourselves moving ahead of them. All the outer planets which mirror our social and collective experiences are retrograding right now and appearing to us to be moving backward. Mercury, the inner or personal planet of idea and communication, is also retrograding from September 26th to October 18, so we are in the midst of it right now. This week, episode is for September 27th through October 3rd. So this means that we can mirror what's going on in the planets by connecting with and implementing the various ways we can ourselves retrograde through reviewing, reassessing, refining, redefining, realigning, rethinking, remaking, and revising. This is truly the time to look inward, check within, We stop going forward to make sure that what we eventually choose to move forward with come from a deep conviction within as opposed to the force outside ourselves. This time, and I would say that the whole of 2021 really, is about emotional maturity and ego integration really a 
wonderful time to slow down and as I said to check within I am taking the time as always to be in nature which helps me to slow down a lot I am enjoying the colorful chrysanthemum slowly blooming in my garden. I have three different flowering bushes with white, yellow, orange, and burgundy colors. These common flowers are hardy and long-lasting. They make one of the best cut flowers for bouquet arrangements and often used as garnishes for other more well-regarded flowers like roses and lilies. This supportive role we utilize, chrysanthemum, mirrors the Libra archetype we can channel through our psyche when we uplift and cheerlead a partner, friend, or co-worker. The most magical thing about chrysanthemum, besides the countless petals in each tiny flower, is the scent, which is incredibly subtle and deeply refreshing, something that we easily missed if we, you know, pay more attention to um, a more enticing and well-regarded flowers that I just mentioned. The chrysanthemums smell like springtime or grassy morning dew rather than the deep sweet spices associated with the fall scent. I consider this to be another gift of Libra, right? It's it's subtle, it's harmonious, it's gentle. While chrysanthemum flowers are in full bloom as the cardinal air element of Libra is the springtime of a fall season. Chrysanthemum flowers make refreshing teas. I love infusing the fresh flowers in organic jojoba oil as a moisturizer for my skin. So you might want to try that. It's very easy to do. You can just pick up some chrysanthemum flowers or um, purchase them from a grocery store and clean the flowers and dry them before you uh, put them in a glass jar. You know, you can fill the glass jar halfway up with the flowers and then uh, fill the jar and cover um, the flower with the jojoba oil all, all the way to uh, toward the top of the jar, leaving just a little bit of space for some air, for some breathing room, and leaving the oil to be infused with the flowers for about two weeks. 
Libra initiates and leads us into Scorpio, the summertime of fall, that is the height of shedding, when the deciduous trees release all their leaves and all of nature in the northern hemisphere begins descending into the underworld. Halloween is on October 31st and the Mexican holiday Day of the Dead is on November 1st. The midfall or the height of autumn is the Scorpio season. It begins on October 22nd and ends on November 21st this year. The energy of Libra or early fall, right, right before that Scorpio season, is more about a friendship and equal partnership. The energy of Scorpio or midfall takes that relationship deeper into the complete merging through intimacy, the death of the individual's power as the birth of coupling that is the power an individual can alchemize to achieve far greater than the sum of two people through emotional and or sexual intimacy of love and regeneration. But before that, we need to expand our interpersonal skills through the Libra harmonious energy that wants to relate, that wants to collaborate, that wants to reach out and connect and befriend. Now let's explore the major transits and aspects of this week to help us explore ways we can be in our soul alignment and connect to our soul calling and evolve with time. On September 29th, Sun in 6th degree, Libra, Trine, Saturn, Retrograde in 6th degree, Aquarius, So let's take a deeper look at this important aspect which occurs on September 29th of this week. Sun in 6th degree Libra trine Saturn retrograde in 6th degree Aquarius. A trine aspect is harmonizing as the planets are in the same elements. Both Sun and Aquarius are in the air element. This increases the beta and possibly the gamma frequencies, allowing us to explore the state of effortlessness in human connection, communication, and collaboration, Libra. The air element increases the sympathetic nervous activity, so overly relying on the mind to architect a solid partnership is like 
building a home without a solid ground. Saturn requires us to be mindful of the gravitational pull of Earth and to work with the mechanistic or Newtonian even perspective that roots in reductionism, determinism, materialism, and a reflection correspondence view of knowledge. In 6th degree Aquarius, this is a pretty optimistic degree. Saturn is more positively future-oriented and more inclined to include human agency, values, creativity, and evolution as foundational treasures as necessary as the time-tested mechanistic model. This, after all, is a period of remodeling, right? So that, again, that retrograding energy. Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, is the bringer of the future innovation to be tested and developed here in the present. Throughout this Libra season, notice your core desire, your sun's energy to metabolize all dysfunctional patterns of relating within friendship and partnership in order to embrace a more modern holistic approach of reciprocity where your personal core sun personality can evolve and grow with time, Saturn, toward a more creative, liberated, and just world for all. Aquarius. Look to chrysanthemum flowers to inspire you to be individually brilliant yet deeply complementary to all other human flowers. Cheerleading doesn't mean that we take the spotlight to make noise about someone. It means that we are capable of receiving their creativity and innovation and learn how to arrange or collaborate our gifts and make a bouquet of offering for the world harmonious and beautiful like sun in Libra plus fresh, inventive and long-lasting like Saturn in Aquarius, like how chrysanthemum brings out even greater beauty of the other flowers. On the same day, this Wednesday, Mercury Day, Venus in 21 degree Scorpio trine Neptune retrograde in 21 degree Pisces. Venus tri-Neptune on the same day, September 29th, that Sun trine Saturn. Let's just call this what it is, a deep grace, a double soul blessing. <laughs> Neptune retrograde 
invite us to mirror the backward moving energy of the mutable water element of Pisces, Neptune in its home sign, reflecting back to us the dreams we have been unconsciously living. Venus in Scorpio, Scorpio also uh, the water element, wants to go beyond the surface and dives below the chaotic waves of the emotional tide to find the deep water where colorful, sensual, oceanic beings exist. Interestingly, deep-sea animals have more red colors and are essentially invisible. Colorful animals, especially those who are red, like ants, cuttlefish, and frogs, are quite poisonous. An Indian red scorpion sting can lead to pulmonary edema, causing death in less than 72 hours. These creatures mirror Venus in Scorpio. Powerful force is often hidden in the dark, harmonized with its surrounding, but its bright color when seen reminds us to be careful, meaning to be full of care. Medical researches and treatments have shown that venom can be used to treat many health conditions, including cancer, pain, high blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes, Alzheimer's disease, and Parkinson's disease. According to letstalkscience.ca, developing new drugs from snake venom takes a lot of time, effort, and money. First, the different ingredients inside snake venom are separated. This allows scientists to test and identify those with useful medical applications. For example, some ingredients might have the ability to block pain. Next, scientists try to develop a synthetic or not natural version of the compound. They then test the compound in small doses on animals. Finally, scientists create a version of the drug for humans. They test it and make sure it's safe. Once they are sure, they put it on the market. I am in no way promoting animal cruelty and slaughter for the benefits of mankind. I am all about holistic health and looking for the purity of nature um, to help us reciprocate the state of harmony within and with others. But I want us to meditate on the power, the poison or venom at the psycho-spiritual 
level represented by the Scorpio archetype by comparing how the medical field actually has to alchemize a synthetic version of the venom to be used safely on humans. In the same way, we can meditate on how Venus in Scorpio may alchemize its powerful force for the good of the world. Through our shadow work, that is Scorpio's emotional depth and power, we can access via relationships that is Libra by becoming aware of how we use our own emotional venom to hurt others in order to gain power, we can begin the shadow work of alchemizing raw, unfiltered material into precious life-giving material. Venomous animals can die or become deeply depleted when they release their venom. By taking the time to sleep, dream, and consciously rework the dreams to channel our most loving and compassionate vision, we mirror the Neptune retrograde in Pisces, we contain the powerful emotional force within as opposed to leaking it. And as a powerful person who contain this powerful force within, we can do a lot of good for the world via intimate transmission of love to those closest to us. Neptune is the higher octave of Venus. Both planets here are in the mutual receptivity of the water sign. Venus is personal and interpersonal love and harmony. Neptune is the transpersonal love of universal oneness and unity. Venus mirrors our capacity to recognize abundance in the material world and the love of Mother Earth through another human. Neptune is the universal love where we can recognize spirit guides in the planets, stars, and all of heaven and all of nature. Tuning our awareness to the subtle emotions through the alpha frequencies of relaxation, daydreaming, and creative reflection and expression, especially through music or sound vibration, help us liquefy wounding emotions and release harmful thoughts. A supple body where emotions can flow easily gives us greater access to the theta frequencies of deep meditation and dream as well as the delta frequencies of deep unconscious sleep and restoration.
the more restored the body and brain are, the more intact our instinct and intuition. Venus trine Neptune mirrors our capacity to recognize that real love only possible through meeting the reality of others. And despite the limitation and challenges of being earthbound, we feel in our body that heaven is here on earth like the marrow is in the bone, like love that can only be felt through the reflection in others' heart and mind. On September 30th, Venus in 22 degrees Scorpio, square Jupiter retrograde in 22 degree Aquarius. Venus in Scorpio is more concerned with emotional exploration, while Jupiter retrograde in Aquarius has to do with mental restructuring via futuristic outlook. The two energies square or challenge one another like the past that haunts the present. Both Scorpio and Aquarius are fixed signs and stubbornness can prevent us to explore both emotional depth and independent thinking. So notice when stubbornness shows up in both one-on-one and group relationships. Scorpio has to do with that intimate relationship and Aquarius has to do with community, with uh, group interaction. Allow the relationship friction to inform you the third option, right? So you're not just butting head or squaring. You want to be where you can free yourself from being stuck in an old pattern of reactivity. An impasse can inform you where a little air might be found somewhere above the watery emotion and below the Haiti elevation too far above the sea level. You want to be able to breathe easy through your relationship. This aspect is a reminder to stay present no matter what. This present moment is the only time a feeling can be felt and a solution can be found. On October 1st, Mercury retrograde in 24 degree Libra square Pluto retrograde in 24 degree Capricorn. Mercury is in retrograde from September 27th all the way to October 17th. This fast planet is luxuriating, moving so slowly and taking things specifically thinking, planning, and communication very slowly in Libra. 
in conversation with Pluto, who is the slowest of all the planets and taking its excruciating time deconstructing the long-held social structure that is Capricorn. The airy Mercury harmonized by the airy Libra brings much balance to one-on-one communication and interpersonal experience. Challenged by the sign of this time, Pluto in Capricorn, Mercury edits, refines, and improves to make communication more just, equitable, and mutually supportive. Inclusive thinking is a painfully slow process as it requires considering all the information about a specific action or topic before speaking or making a decision about it. Pluto, on the other hand, is a soulful or deep emotional drive that propels our action from the unconscious level. This aspect is an invitation to slow down the thinking and bring the conscious attention to meet the unconscious autonomic function of the soul at the physical level. I repeat, slow down. You don't want to miss what Mercury in Libra wants to gift to your mind via your close relationships and you definitely don't want to miss the soul gift from Pluto in Capricorn via your public role and traditional status. The space in the social structure that allow you to serve your life purpose as you serve the collective needs. Sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. Pain and suffering are highly informative. They pave the way to wisdom like no other experiences. The natural flow isn't just forward or upward, it's also backward and downward. Learning to circle back to the present keeps the pain and suffering in check. This present moment is the only time pain can be alleviated and suffering can be released. On October 2nd, Venus in 24 degrees, Scorpio, sextile, Pluto, retrograde in 24 degree, Capricorn. This week ends with a gentle conversation between Venus and Pluto. Sextile is a cooperative and blending aspect. Earthy Venus in Scorpio is supported by Pluto, the ruler of Scorpio, 
who is in the earth sign, Capricorn. Both the earth and water elements bring the alpha frequencies of gentleness, rest, and rejuvenation to us. I am looking forward to this weekend and immersing in these elements and frequencies as I will be by the Pacific Ocean in Tamales Bay. Wherever you are at this time, you can dive with Venus into the deep water of Scorpio and feel what intimacy or into me see feels within you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. How does it feel to really see yourself? Let the water and earth elements support your intimate journey. For me, intimacy leads to reverence and vice versa. It's the feeling of swelling from within, like all the tissues in my body being deeply hydrated and plumped in the most loving and nurturing way. I feel that if we all live from a place of reverence, there would be less dryness and fire here in the West, right? So I believe that nature is created from energy, from nothing. And through the movement of energy, the world becomes, right? So whatever is happening in our energetic body, it happens in the material body, right? So less dryness and fire here in the West where I live in the material land, in the material world, and less rain and flood in the East Coast. We will live in loving reciprocity, in a more fluid and balanced exchange. We can mirror the sextile aspect of Venus and Pluto by giving thanks and asking for guidances from the elements, nature, and our own heart. Here is a beautiful poem that hydrates my soul. It is called Never Enough of Living by Leonie Adams. Never, my heart, is there enough of living, since only in thee is loveliness so sweet pain. Only for thee the willows will be giving their quiet fringes to the dreaming river. Only for thee so the light Grasses ever are hollowed by the print of windy feet and breathe hill weather 
on the misty plain, and wear no rapture of them in thy beat. For every hour of sky, stillborn in gladness, would the waters wear colors of air translucently, and the stars sleep there gently. My heart, nor let one moment ever be spilled from the brief fullness of the urn. Plunge in its exaltation, star and star, sea and plumed sea in turn. Oh, still my heart, nor spill. This moment, ever. Thank you for listening to the end. I hope what I just shared can support you on your soul journey through this week and beyond. Have an enchanting. End of September and beginning of October. I love you all. May Sun in Libra and Waning Moon energy bless your relationship within and with others. <music>